0: Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplug listener email show. This week we'll be reading your emails and playing some voicemails. We're going to discuss quite a few topics this week, including a report from one of our listeners at the opening of the Haunted Mansion, and, oh the, 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 re, the, re, the rehabbed Haunted Mansion, I should say, and a voicemail from one listener who didn't like our show too much at first and has since desi- uh, changed his mind. Um, if you have any questions you'd like our team to answer or research, all you need to do is send an email to podcast at www.info.com or give us a call toll free at 1-877-310-9662. If we play your voicemail or read your email on the show, you'll be in the running to win one of our great prizes at the end of the month. And you'll also, we'll also send you a disunplug t-shirt as well. Just be sure to leave your email address when you leave us your uh, voicemail message because if you don't, then I have no way of knowing who you are or how to get back to you. So, All right, our first voicemail this week comes to us from Lisa in Vancouver, British Columbia, and she has a comment about LaSalle.
1: Hello, it's Unplugged. This is Lisa from Vancouver. Uh, Well, for Bob, that would be Lisa from Vancouver. Anyway, um, I sent an email that was read several weeks ago regarding LaSalle and my thoughts on whether or not it was really as good as everyone said or if people just felt like they should like it because of its reputation we would had one experience that was less than stellar, and Kevin's advice was to give it another try. I'm happy to report that we did just that, and it ended up being one of our best meals of the week. So um, just wanted to follow up on that and tell you you're doing a great job, and thanks for those podcasts. Bye.
0: Well, Lisa, that's uh, I'm glad you took our advice. I'm glad it worked out well.
2: Kevin's doing um, the I told you so dance. <laughs> I told you so. told you so. I think that 's true of any place you can have a good day and a bad day, yeah so that 's why i i 've said it so many times i 'm tired of saying it When I do a restaurant review it 's an opinion and it 's really a snapshot right it 's a snapshot of a place in time, and that you might have a different opinion, you might have a different set of circumstances, you might have an entirely different experience. It's really done for entertainment value and a little bit informative what you might find there. So I think everybody should go find out for themselves. And I think the fact that she went back and gave it a second chance, bravo for her. Absolutely. And I'm really glad that she got, had a much better experience that time. And she also has a good attitude about it. She
3: recognizes that there are certain restaurants or certain things or experiences that from the disboards, get this mythic quality. If you don't do this, if you don't eat here, if you don't see this, your vacation's going to be ruined. Try not to get caught up in that hype. Yeah. You know, don't. don't I think you're re- setting
2: yourself up for failure. If you're walking in with that mythic quality or an idea that that's what you're going to experience, I mean, it's, it's theme park food. I mean, it can be really good or it can be a real disaster. Right. But if you go in building it up in your head that you're going to have some life changing experience, and that this is the pivoting pivotal point of your vacation, and we're we're doing everything around this one meal. It's the word must do. What's a must do? And I think to myself, if you don't eat at La you can still have a good vacation. Exactly.
0: Cool. Well, thank you for the uh, thank you for the voicemail, Lisa. We appreciate it. And uh, who's got an email they want to read?
2: I have an email from Anthony's mom. Hi, Anthony, Roxanne in Dumont. Did I do it right? You said it right. Dumont, Dumont, New Jersey. And Roxanne wants to know about the Haunted Hayride that we talked about last week. And can you pre-order your tickets in advance or is that only for groups? Unfortunately, that's only for groups. Individual tickets or tickets for family can only be purchased on the day of. And they start early in the morning at the Fort Wilderness Kennel. That's where the tickets are going to be sold from for that day. And once the tickets are sold out, they will put up a sign that says sold out. You can't order them over the phone. The only way to do that is if you're booking for a large group
0: great thank you roxanne for the for the question and for anthony hug anthony for us <laughs> all right and who would like to go next
4: curry Did you call me curry no I, did Cur- i say <laughs>
2: curry i like that better curry.
4: Curry. <laughs> curry 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 hurry Curry, hurry Curry, hurry Curry it i have one, one from, i have one from james from bourbon Illinois. Um, Kudos all. After finding your site and the show earlier this year, our Disney experience this past June was completely different. I hope better. (laughs) 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 Uh, Thanks for all you do. My wife and I probably have a silly question but haven't been able to find the answer. When entering Epcot, there are architectural stones that somewhat resemble a type of memorial with people's names on little plaques. Some even have uh, a person's faces. Those are the people who died on Spaceship Earth. <laughs> can, you, can you tell the story behind this? The people um,
3: that cart cam ran over.
4: <laughs> yes. Uh, that's actually it's called the Leave a Legacy. Um, this was launched in 1999 as the, uh, the new millennium approach. They've stopped selling these as of June 16th of 2007. Read,
3: no one was buying them.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Stop selling and no one was buying okay, them. Okay, careful. Oh,
4: sorry. There's a lot of faces on there. We have
2: a, we have a sucker in the room actually you do you have uh, my whole family is on there really? I, I said to my mom and dad we sold our this is really personal <laughs> we sold our um the gravesite that we they purchased when we were kids and with the money we purchased those and i said you've got a better chance of me visiting you at epcot than in upstate new york <laughs> <laughs> so our pictures are on there
4: now i don't have the prices how much it was like
2: $35 <laughs>
4: per face
3: I just
5: I was like totally blown away by that. Sorry.
3: You
2: thought his grave sites were really cheap, huh? Uh,
5: yeah. No. I no. I'm totally blown away by the fact that you sold the grave sites in order to do that.
2: No. We we uh, we moved away from upstate New York. I know and that I, no I know that you did. So you no longer home.
5: needed them. But just
2: if you. It wasn't that we actually <laughs> did it for that reason. It was kind of that was supposed to be funnier than it actually turned out to be. It's that we don't live there anymore, okay. and <laughs> so, I don't oh. consider that home anymore. And the joke was. They also had a rule at the cemetery that you couldn't sell them at a profit. You had to sell them for the same price that you paid for them. And because they bought them when I was a kid, that was a long time ago. They weren't that expensive. So we sold them because no one was going to use them. Hmm. And it, we took the money and bought those pictures at a <laughs> It really isn't that interesting.
4: But yeah, to leave a legacy, the... Um People guests, well, I guess like you, Kevin, um, they were able to mark their Epcot moment by adding their image or a little custom tile to the sculpture. The uh, did you did y'all know that this the Leave a Legacy uh, sculpture is the most photographed sculpture in the world? Hmm. Huh. Yep. I didn't know. That. Well, it's one of the worlds, not not the, but it's one of the world's most photographed. guess <laughs> because
2: it gets in the way of the monorail <laughs> the, the, the
3: <laughs> <north> <laughs> ship Earth. It gets in the way
0: of far more attractive <laughs> things. Yeah.
2: <laughs> now I have to tell you, they give you a little description as to how to find that and we can't find ours
6: (laughs) (laughs) we don't really remember where we are so that 35 bucks is out the window you can't find out
2: yeah you can't remember where you parked you're pretty much (laughs) and what's really funny is that the pictures are not very clear it's not like and they're about the size they're 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 not as big as a postage they're one inch Yeah. yeah and so walking along and trying to find yourself, <laughs> well, it's easier just to make one picture that looks like everybody. But well, they—they wouldn't. You could only put one or two people in the picture at um, a time.
6: So we have two. I have a, one of the walkway stones over near Magic Kingdom. Um, I, can, I go find it every week.
4: Disney's official, you know, description of this: this sculpture is a living testament of one generation's legacy to the next. So <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> Uh, there goes yeah, I really just threw up a little bit at my mouth. But <laughs> it was also it was also inspired by the words of Walt Disney. To the youngsters of today, I say believe in the future.
2: So I actually did it to get the pin, Julie. Really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> made your mother sell her grape sight so you could get a pin.
3: <laughs> he was very into pin trading at one time. Oh <laughs>
0: yeah, the two of you were.
2: We were. That's a uh, whole nother show. All
0: right. Well, thank you, Corey. Uh we're gonna play another uh, another oh, nice. voicemail. This one is from Rhett in Utah. Now Rhett had uh initially not been a big fan of our show. He liked uh, he liked the format we were doing prior to this with uh Nancy Quill. And uh, he was the only person to email me <laughs>
2: that he liked <laughs> it. He was the it. only one that liked it.
0: <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I don't want to you know, it just that's the way it was. That's why we had to switch we had to switch formats. But um Redhead left uh, uh, a fairly strongly worded uh fairly strongly worded review for us on iTunes and uh he's uh, he called in this week to say that uh he was wrong and I love that. So here's Rhett.
7: Hi guys, this is Rhett out in Utah and I've gotta call in and apologize. When you guys first came on the air in your set, a different form with Nancy Queel, I really enjoyed the show. When it got switched over, I really didn't care for the roundtable as I liked Nancy. And unfortunately, I left a mean-spirited review on iTunes, and I kind of got in a battle of Pete and some email. And I said I'd never listen again. Well, this being almost, geez, probably what, a year and a half, two years later, I somehow I got your feedback on my iTunes. Don't know how it happened. Must be a conspiracy on your part, (laughs) but I think, well, you guys have improved, considerably so, and I have changed my review on iTunes about the show, so I am calling to apologize to Pete, as I was rude, and apologize to the Diz, and especially the podcast. I was wrong with what I said. And I am here to admit that I was incorrect. That's really tough. I don't even admit that to my wife, so this is a first, I think. Guys, you're doing a good job. Please keep it up. And again, this is Rhett from Utah saying thank you. Have a great day, guys.
0: No, this was uh, that was that was really nice, Rhett. I really do appreciate that you called in to uh, uh, to say that you you, you like the show. I'm not sure what what you meant about the feedback on iTunes, though. Um, uh. I really yeah. I'm not sure either. Yeah, that that threw me. Uh, but because
4: um, we really can't contact the yeah, people we can We have no I,
0: we have no idea who's leaving what on iTunes. We have no. There's nothing. I mean, I have no way of contacting you or. Right. So if you got something from iTunes, it didn't come from us. I promise you that. But um, I'm really glad that you're listening to the show. I'm glad you enjoy it, and uh, I do. I I do uh, appreciate your your opinions and your input, even though we went a few rounds in email. Uh, but I'm. Uh, I'm glad you're a listener. I also and have
2: to give him credit for keep listening after he told us he didn't like us. Yeah, that that takes you know. He at least has an open mind. he
0: Takes an open mind, exactly. Yeah. Takes a real open mind, and I and I really really do appreciate that. We all do. So, welcome back. So, who's uh, who'd like to go next?
6: I'll go next. I have one from Eric from Annapolis, Maryland, and he's planning a trip to come in April in 2008, and he's bringing his. His son, who will be three years old, and the twin girls will be fifteen months old, and he's looking for advice to enhance the ex- his experience at Disney World. Uh, and he was wondering if he if what recommendations for special things for a boy his age. One of the things he mentions was he was thinking of taking him over to Richard Petty Experience since he's so into cars. Uh, the movie and wanted to get uh, our advice, and uh, so what I'd like to do is just tell him that for a three-year-old to go over to Richard Perry experience is... petty pe- <laughs>
0: petty P E T T Y Richard, P-E-T-T-Y. Richard petty. Petty. petty yeah that I said that no I? you said Richard Perry
2: oh I think he discovered Alaska or something like that. Oh. That was Admiral Perry. Never mind. Okay. Oh, don't write to me. I don't care really, really what he said. I was just joking.
6: So, the Admiral
0: Perry experience.
6: It, it's <laughs> not something for small kids. Drop your kid off in the middle of the Alaskan tundra. Julie, I missed this. It was train the, North right? Pole, the North Pole. Not find the North Pole. Find your way home. Just, just let me know when I'm back on. Yeah, Bob. So what I did, I went over there uh, just to, to take a look and see. So you can actually drive in there and, and, and view the cars from the inside track area. They have a, a stand that you can sit there and watch the cars go by. Uh, you can do that on I-4 too. Yeah, well, that too. But, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't think it's for him. You know, it's it's very loud and... <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's getting to that point in the moment re- It's getting to that point when we're recording the show where we start getting punchy. Delirious. And uh so yeah, most of, of my train wrecks are right, Let's let let's let Bob get through his his, are, uh, his email.
6: Yeah, most of my train wrecks are in the email,
0: but uh so I have some all Most of your train wrecks are whenever your lips are moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's,
2: that's true. There's a direct correlation. <laughs> a
0: complete correlation between those two things.
6: So, I'm going to offer you some some different things that you might want to do with him. Uh, I suggest taking him over to MGM where he's into uh the Cars movie and That's a very good idea. They they have the two cars come over, uh Lightning McQueen and and the matter uh tow truck come that out. The tow
1: mater. <laughs> Lightning matter. <laughs> the matter? <laughs> <The>
7: Matterhorn. <laughs> His name is
6: Toe Mater. Not the matter. Uh, So they come out over near the uh, Lights, Motors, Action, Stunt Show area and go around the block. And they they make a couple of stops. So you can get a photo advantage taking a picture with them, with the three-year-old. The other thing you might want to do is take him on the Tomorrowland Speedway where he's into the car's at Magic Kingdom, get a picture out front uh, in the race car with them
2: And actually let him drive it. I mean, this is better than the Richard yeah, and, Petty and, driving experience and where we're going 150 miles an hour. <laughs> right. He'll be
5: screaming, is that all?
6: Yeah. And it's it's very loud over there anyway. Or another thing is to take him out on and do one of these uh, sea racer uh, boats out on uh, the lake. Three years old? Yeah. You go out... With or with just him. go see Lightning What about the Tomorrowland Speedway? Isn't he said that more That's what oh, I just said that. Oh. You have sorry to start listening. All right, Bob. Sorry, you, must you had a Bob fun. moment. Fall well, on It's <laughs> viral. <I knew> it. <laughs> but, you know, it's uh, 25 bucks for a half hour and you take him out and you zip around for a little bit. He'll have a good time.
2: Lights Motors Action is just a show where he can go and watch the car zip around. Well, that also. too,
6: yeah. So, That's there's stunt a couple shows. of things. It's a good stunt show, too. Mm-hmm. So, those are different things. I want to recommend doing the richard petty thing if you want to go over and look at it you can do that Uh, they actually have a shuttle that goes from the the dog pound at the magic kingdom over to that area if you just get to the transportation center they'll take you over there and you can see what's going on so for others that want to go see it but so that's it for me on that one
0: thank you bob all right, our next voicemail comes from uh, one of our Disboard's listeners, Wild Oscar, who was at the opening of the Haunted Mansion. Um and uh had called in the toll-free number from his cell phone while he was waiting for the uh for the rope drop and uh here's what he had to say.
5: Good morning, Pete, Kevin and the rest of the gang. I am coming to you live from Disney World, third in line waiting to get on the Haunted Mansion. It is a quarter after eight it 's going to be opening at eight o 'clock. The anticipation is high there's a crowd of about twenty people that are all waiting patiently there 's a lovely couple from New Jersey who ran faster than me to uh get first in line and I will be reporting back to you right after we make the uh the initial ride well not the initial ride i 'm third in line because there's other people who are faster than me um really excited it's going to be a whole lot of fun the jill the imagineer uh who was in charge of the project came out and said hi to everyone and uh was very nice and gave us absolutely no details of the ride other than to say that everything is as fabulous as it possibly can be and hi anthony i will talk to you after we ride the ride thanks
0: well, thanks very much for that phone call. That was uh that was really cool. Um I'm assuming your name is Oscar because you didn't tell us in the voicemail, but your screen name is Wild Oscar, so I'm taking a taking a leap there. Um but uh, really appreciated that. That was very very cool calling in from uh from the haunted mansion. And I really I encourage anybody out there who wants to call in and let us know something or make a comment on something while you're actually in the parks, just call the uh Toll free number. It's one eight seven seven three one zero nine six six two, and uh, that was really cool. Appreciate that. And uh,
4: he never called back to give us the update. No, he never did. He
0: never he's called back there. to
2: give us the update. He's in the ballroom. Huh? He got, he he's, got the, he's the, the one
4: thousandth
0: <laughs> haunt. <laughs> so
2: it was nice of him to say hi to Anthony too. That
0: was very nice. cool. Very cool. Another voicemail we received uh, from Mike in Greenwood, Kentucky. He's planning a vacation for 12 of his family members and he has some questions for us so here's mike
8: yeah this is mike beliles i live in greenville kentucky um i'm bringing 12 people with me uh, in october to the world and uh i'm in charge of of about the whole thing and planning the the flight down and everything we're going to do and i I don't mind doing that because you know i like i like planning and uh your website has really helped a lot and uh the discussion boards are great and uh I finally got onto your podcast and started listening to it and uh really enjoying listening to it and it's really helped me a lot too on my planning but my questions are uh coming from the airport there's 12 of us what would your suggestions be on the best way for a 12 person party to uh get to disney world and the second question is, I've got a seven-year-old boy. Uh, he'll be on the trip, and what's a must-see for him in the parks, especially the Magic Kingdom? And third question is uh, about the Bippity Boppity Boutique. Got a, a six-year-old girl and a 12-year-old girl on the trip, and would uh, the 12-year-old girl enjoy Or Would she be too old, or do you think that she would really uh, enjoy the boutique.
0: Well, thanks, Mike, for the uh,
2: for the call. Is he um, staying on site? Does he mention? He didn't mention where they were. No, staying. No, he didn't say where they if were. If he's saying. staying on site, he can use Magical Express. So, if he, if he is staying at a Disney property,
0: I, I would... just completely forgot about that.
2: <laughs> well, the
3: nice thing about that is that he really won't be traveling with luggage. And uses Magical Express because <laughs> yeah. he'll never get it. It'll get there sometime before you go home. We were at the yacht club and. W- what time was it when that bus showed up with people's luggage?
2: We were leaving at like eight thirty at night, eight thirty or nine o'clock, and the luggage just showed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's ridiculous. Yep. But if you are staying on property, you can use Magical Express, and that would be um, the least expensive way to do it. Also, um, be aware of a couple things. If you have young ones traveling with you, they don't provide
3: um, car, car seats. seats, and there's no. Um, there's Keep no restraints on the bus. Right. So, child restraints. We're just sort of passing along these things that w- the feedback we get from a lot of people. We get yeah. a lot of people who travel who say, uh, Great trip. Everything was great. I wish I didn't use Magical Express. I mean, that's a, that's a feedback. Sometimes it's
2: not so magical. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
4: Nor Express. The time it takes you to get to the uh, to resort sometimes takes a long time. You know, because you got to wait for that bus to fill up. It, it is free, do, and in it some is, cases,
3: and it is a great way to save some money. But you're going to be putting up with some
2: things. It's also the only way, pretty much, that you would all travel in the same vehicle.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you all. so I mean, if you want to do use Magical Express, that's one option. If you're interested in a van and town car, uh, Corey can help you out with that and work something out with FL Tours. It's entirely up to you. But uh, those are your two options. Those are those are going to be your two options now. Uh, As far as your question about what what your boys are going to like in the Magic Kingdom, everything. Really? Buzz (laughs) Everything.
6: Speedway, Um, all the mountains. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just the entire park. And as far as Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique goes, actually, my niece, uh, the five-year-old, was the exception uh, in the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique. She was the youngest one in there. The rest of them were all these tweens, you know, 10, 11, 12, some even Hmm. probably a little older than that. So I think I think your 12-year-old daughter will absolutely love it. I think she'll absolutely love it.
2: All kids like to be pampered like that, so I can't imagine anybody not liking it. Appreciate the uh, phone call, Mike. Thank you very much. And uh, does anybody – you have another email, Kevin? I do. My email is from Amy Hoffman and Amy doesn't actually tell us. Oh, I'm sorry. Eola, Missouri. She does mention it. And she tells us how much she likes listening to our podcast and appreciates all the trouble that we go to for our listeners. Thank you, Amy. That's nice to hear. She's writing today with a question for an upcoming trip and that she's taking with her dad. Her dad is very claustrophobic. He's usually all right unless he's in a small space that also gets very dark. What attractions do you think we'll need to avoid or at least use caution on in order to keep him comfortable? Um, uh, all of the dark rides was what they call them, snow white, uh, things like that get very dark. Uh, I would definitely stay away from things like mission space, which I understand is a very small space. I've only looked in there. I've never actually ridden it.
4: The opening room at the haunted mansion, the opening show. That's
2: correct. They, at the haunted mansion, they do make mention of the fact that you've entered a room with no windows and no doors and it does get very, very dark and you're in a room with a great many people. Uh, usually I'm going to guess 20 or 30 other people. However, that's a very short time, and I find I get a little claustrophobic myself. And I find that if I stay closer to the edge, I'm better off.
6: Uh, rock and roller coaster, I, I found it was claustrophobic for me.
2: You're also you're pinned in there. You're I mean you're restrained yeah. in the
6: roller coaster. Did you, Go, you
4: ride rock and roller coaster, Bob?
6: Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. The only thing I haven't ridden is uh, Mission Space so far. Go, Bob cool i do it i did it once i'm expedition everest i did that once so i try to do everything once
3: i think that people have different levels of claustrophobia so i mean i think that if you can just because you're you're in a ride that has a restraint he might not feel as
2: well she says very small spaces and gets very dark so yeah. rock and roller coaster and roller. was
6: really bad for me
2: yeah i think the haunted mansion is a good idea i really
5: stay away from stitch's great escape
2: yeah, it does get yeah. very dark in there. Also, and your harness and that in. thing
5: like presses Space way Mountains. down on you. It's right.
6: Space like Mountain's that. very dark too. Read,
3: th- read the signs. Disney's really good about labeling all their rides, and if t- if it says if you have a fear of dark and
6: yeah, look for the ones places. that say approved by Bob. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right.
0: Well, thank you, thank you, Kevin. All right. And our final uh, voicemail this week from Mindy in Plymouth, Massachusetts. She has a question about uh, camping equipment at Fort Wilderness.
1: Hi, this is Mindy Weymouth from Plymouth, Massachusetts. And I just wanted to say hi guys and hi Julie. I love listening to you all every week, especially Bob, because he's from around here and he sounds normal to me. Okay, maybe not all the time. Anyway, I have a little dilemma. I just booked a campsite at Fort Wilderness for the first week in December. And I always wanted to try camping at Disney World and I have all my gear and everything but my problem is I'm flying from Massachusetts to Orlando and I have no idea how I'm going to get all my camping gear on the plane. I have browsed the boards and lots of people have have done it but I don't see too many who have gone solo and have carried a tent, a sleeping bag, a screen house, air mattress, cooking stove and a week's worth of clothes and supplies through the bag check so I wonder if uh, Fort Wilderness would allow me to ship some of my gear ahead of time and hold it until I check in and call for it. Uh, I've done that in different resorts, but I didn't know if if Fort Wilderness might do that as well. Um, Also, do they have a way, a method for me to ship everything back home too because obviously I'd have the same problem going back. Any insight or help you could give me with this problem would be much appreciated. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.
6: Okay. Uh, Mindy, uh, I have some information for you as far as uh, shipping the camping equipment. You can do that. Uh, what you're going to need is to uh, put some information with the the equipment. Uh, you, you need the name, your name, the date of arrival, your confirmation number, and uh, get that on the label. The other thing I'd do is... Uh, I'd actually call them and let them know this stuff is coming. Uh, I have a phone number for you, 407-824-2900, and that will get you to people that will help you out there. You want to ship the, the equipment to 4510 North Fort Wilderness Trail, and that's in Lake Buena Vista, Florida, 32830 32830- one zero zero zero. What you also want to do is, it, when you ship it, you want to track the shipment. And they advise that you call two days after it's actually been delivered and confirmed to you it's been delivered, and make sure you allow plenty of time so that if it gets uh, lost in shipment or something, you're not there without a tent. Uh, I actually, I talked to. Uh, a person that actually did this for a, a scout troop and we had talked about this earlier and they actually dro- drop shipped the the whole scout troops thing to come into Fort Wilderness and one of the other things i found was interesting they had gone to their in massachusetts you have a, a bjs and i i, I believe it was BJ's they went to in Massachusetts or wherever they were and ordered the stuff to be at the BJ's ready for them to pick up when they got down here. So all they had to do was go down and they had their order already set for them, which is, will help out and Smart, save time. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to throw that in. That's and, a way of saving the cost of the shipping. Yeah. So, you know.
2: And there is a BJ's within –
6: I'm gonna guess seven
2: miles. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah if you're Disney. renting, a, if you're renting a car, yeah.
6: Right. Yeah, there's also Sam's Club and Costco, but they're not as close. Right, BJ's the, is on
2: Osceola Parkway, just outside of Disney. Yeah, so actually, Sam's
3: Club is closer. It's on 192.
6: That's true. It is. There is a Sam's Club. So, either one of those. Uh, so I hope that helps. The campsites. I just wanted to mention uh, campsites. Come with electric and water and a fifty-foot fire hose if you decide that you want to burn your campsite down. <laughs> uh, there's a picnic table, trash can, and a charcoal grill. In case so. you
2: got to turn the hose on the kids, <laughs>
3: so, stop doing
6: that. Yeah, but, you said
2: she they, so they don't show up without a tent or a paddle. You don't so, want to be up the creek without your paddle.
6: So, Mindy, hopefully that'll be of some help. And if you still have questions, give that phone number a call. They they were really helpful when I called them today. All right. Well,
0: thank you, Mindy. Thank you, Bob. And that's going to do it for our email show this week. Uh, just to remind you, if you have any questions or anything at all you'd like to ask the roundtable, you just have to send us an email, podcast at www.info.com, or give us a call toll-free, 310 9662 And that'll do it for us this week. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back with you again next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Have a great week.